The great thing about being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules. You can do whatever you want to do. The challenge of being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules and you can do whatever you want to do. And the problem can be sometimes you don't know what to do. In fact, you may be making mistakes right now in your business and don't even know that you're making mistakes and you don't even know how they're hurting you. So here's what I did. I went and made a list of the 13 most common mistakes I see in entrepreneurs every single day, and I'm going to share them with you and how to fix them completely for free. All you had to do is go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com. Put your email address in on that page, and I'm going to share with you the top 13 mistakes entrepreneurs make, why they make them, and how to fix them all in one place. Just go to workonmygame.com. I will tell you how to fix the biggest mistakes you may be making in your business right now and are not even aware that you're making them. And we're going to fix them all in the same spot. And this will take you less than 40 minutes. Go to workonmygame.com right now and let's fix the problems that you may not even know that you have. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out. And leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number, 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get texted by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. Until you make the commitment to do something different and you have the courage that you're going to follow through on it, the ability to do it and the resources with which you will do it will never show up. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. The reason most people don't reach their goals in life is not because they never ask themselves what they want. Most of you do that. It's not because they're not willing to do the work. Most of you do a whole lot of that. It's because they never ask themselves the third key question, which is who do I need to be? I wrote a book called The Mirror of Motivation that is all about asking and answering that question of and for yourself. That's why it's called The Mirror of Motivation. In that book, you're going to learn who you need to be as a person so that you can go get into that right energy, then do what you need to do, and then you'll be able to reach your goals and have what you want to have. And that sounds like the missing link in your process. And let me give you a hint. It is the missing link in your process. I'll give you a free copy of The Mirror of Motivation. All you have to do is cover the shipping and just go to mirrorofmotivation.com. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. I will give you a free copy of that book so you can ask yourself the key question that you have never asked yourself, that most people never ask themselves, that will make all the difference in your success. Mirrorofmotivation.com. You're now tuned into the show where you learn discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically. 
and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those personal initiative that is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called Work On Your Game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is why doing it on my own is a death sentence to your success. And when I say doing it on my own, I'm putting that in quotation marks. Before we get into this, let me remind everyone, I send out a text message every single day, guaranteed to have you focus sharp and on point to start your day. Also send a similar message every Monday to have you focus sharp and on point to start your week. I call those the daily motivation and the Monday motivation, respectively. You should be getting both of these. All you got to do to get them is be in my test community. My number is 305-384-6894. It's free to join the test community. Once you join, we'll tell you what your options are and where we can go from there. Just text me. It's free of, of charge to do so. Number is down below in the description. Secondly, work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. If you would like to be coached by me, if I sound like you, listen to the show, listen to episodes of the show. If I sound like the type of person who could help you get from where you are to where you want to be, only if I do. If I don't, then ignore what I'm saying here. But if I do, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com and we'll tell you what your options are from there. Actually, your option is you'll schedule a call with me or someone on our team. We'll talk about where you're at, where you want to go. And this call is free of charge, by the way. And if we feel like we can help you, we feel like you'd be a good fit for what we are doing, then we'll tell you where we go from there. Again, that's at workonyourgameuniversity.com. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. But again, only for people who are serious about going where you want to go. Now, if you're not serious about it, just you know, watch YouTube and listen to podcasts and you just forever hold your peace. But all that said, let's get into today's topic, which is why doing it on my own is a death sentence to your success. Why this is a death sentence to your success. Now, this is a concept doing things on your own that you've heard me talk about many times. I've talked about it prior to the last over the last few episodes. You heard me reference this a few times. And over the last few months, I've referenced it often. And today we're going to go specifically into this subject. And the reason why I talk about this so often is because I hear it so often from people who are already in a disadvantaged position. Now, when I say disadvantaged, I don't mean this is a person who they were dealt a bad hand by life. I don't mean like that. They're in a position where they have a certain goal and a certain ideal that they aspire to, yet they are far from it and not on track to get there. Yet, when it comes time for them to make some type of adjustment or I ask them, hey, well, what kind of adjustment are you going to make? What are you going to do about this situation that, in your own words, is not having you where you want to be? These people are still, despite the fact that they have articulated that they're not where they want to be, they are still unwilling to change their behaviors in order to change the situation. This is a dire circumstance. Now, if you tell yourself, that if you can look at your situation, know that you've been doing things on your own, like basically going off of your own skill set, your own knowledge, et cetera, up to this point, yet going off of your own skill set and knowledge has failed you up to this point. And then you say, okay, I know it's failed me. I know I've been doing things on my own. It's not working, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep trying to do it on my own and figure it out. All right, that's a death sentence of success. So any of you who has found yourself saying that, any of you who is currently operating under that mindset, whether you have said it or not, you have sentenced your success to the firing squad. That's what you've done. The, that's the bad news. All right, there is good news. Here's the good news. The good news is what I'm about to tell you in the points of today's masterclass, that if you actually listen to them and apply them, not just one, but both, then you can change the situation. Now, I will tell you that about 97% of people, not necessarily 97% of you who are listening, but 97% of people in the general population will not 
listen nor apply what I'm going to share here today. But you're here. So I think you're at least going to hear what I say. Now, whether you listen or not is up to you. And whether you apply it or not is damn sure up to you. And again, I already told you about working your game university, getting help applying it that we make available to you. So with all that said, let's get into today's topic, which is why doing it on my own. And that's my being you saying it, not me, is a death sentence to your success. Number one. Key to looking at everything I'm going to share with you here today, objectively, is self-accountability. The key to you looking at anything that you hear today in an objective way, meaning take your feelings out of it. I was listening to a TV slash YouTube show where this woman was, she had made some points about something she was talking about, about women and how women need to make certain decisions in their dating lives and social lives and things like that. She made a very strong point. She made the point with some very strong language, this particular woman. She came on somebody's show as a guest and one of the female hosts of the show challenged this guest as based on the things that she had said. And her challenge was, well, look, I get what you're saying, but the way that you said it and the delivery of what you said and the language you used, that may cause women, maybe somebody like myself, that was the female host saying this, someone like myself to not really catch what you're saying because we're so put off or offended or we feel attacked by the language, the language that you chose to use in delivering your message, even though it is a good message and I get the message. And the woman guest rightfully responded to her and said, well, who gives a damn how you feel about it? All right, if it's true, it's true. And if it's accurate, it's accurate. And you being offended by the language has nothing to do with your absorption of the message. And if you're not absorbing the message because you chose to be offended by the language, then you're going to lose because you're going to miss the message. And the message is accurate, as you already agreed to. So you missing out on an accurate message just because you don't feel good about the way it was given to you, that has nothing to do with whether or not the message will help you or not. So I'm saying all that to say this to you. Self-accountability is the key to understanding what I'm going to say here today. And if you are not willing to hold yourself accountable based on the mirror that I will be holding up to you today, then that's not my responsibility. That's your responsibility. You see, my responsibility is just give you what you need, your responsibility to take it in. My responsibility is to find the people who are serious about getting to success. It's your responsibility to decide whether or not you're that person or you're not that person. But it's not my responsibility to make you that person. If I could make everybody that person, I would do it. I've had plenty of time and space, let's say, over the last couple of decades to do just that. If I could just make people be that, well, then I'd be doing that all day. I would sell it to other people, teach them how to do it. But unfortunately, that's not the way it works. All right, I got to find the right people. And everybody ain't the right person. So with that said, let's continue. We're still on point number one. What I mean by this, self-accountability, is looking at yourself, your behavior, or your lack of behavior, and being honest with yourself about what is producing results in your life versus what is not. Because if you've been doing everything at, on your own up to this point, you'll be able to look at your actions and the subsequent outcomes and be clear with yourself as to what you should probably keep doing on your own and what you need to remove yourself from the job on. You should be clear. All right. These are the things that I'm doing on my own and I'm getting the results that I want. So let me keep this up. Or even if you do have somebody take your spot, you should have them do things the exact way you're doing it because you got this working. Or conversely. Hey, I've been doing this on my own and it's not working. I need to fire myself from this job and let somebody else come in and do something completely different from what I'm doing because clearly what I'm doing ain't producing the result that I want. All right. So when I say something's working or not working, that's what I mean. Producing the desired outcome. All right. That's the way that we measure, quote unquote, working over here in this world. So any of you was ever confused as to that, that's what it means. Working is not subjective. Does everybody understand? 
working, quote unquote. Is it working? This is working. This is not working. Let me use that word working. That is not subjective. It's not based on your opinion. It's not like you got your view of what's working. I got my view of what's working. There is a one view of what's working and we're going to agree on what that view is. And we're going to measure everything by that agreed upon view. Everybody follow what I'm saying here. Good. So it should be clear as to what you should keep and what you should throw away, where you should keep yourself on the job, give yourself a raise, maybe and where you should fire yourself from the job and dock your pay. Maybe the unfortunate inconvenient truth. We're still on point number one here is that many people double and triple down on keeping themselves on jobs they're clearly not good at. The inconvenient truth is that many people double and triple down on keeping themselves doing jobs that they are clearly bad at. You're not producing any results in this area, but you keep yourself on the job. You're bad at the job. Why do you keep doing it? Somebody was showing me a website that they designed. Someone else was showing me a logo they designed. Someone was showing me a, a website and logo that was designed by somebody else. And in all three scenarios, and if you're listening to this and you happen to be one of these people I'm describing, understand you have company because it's been several times this has happened over the years. More times I can count on, on my fingers. And all three times I said, whoever did this job is fired. Are you designed this website for yourself? Are you fired? Don't ever design another website again. Hire somebody because you're bad at this. You design that logo. Okay, that logo looks like shit. All right, you're fired. Don't ever design another logo, even for yourself. Oh, you hired a consultant to do that? Okay, get your money back and fire that consultant because they clearly suck and don't know what they're doing. I've had these direct conversations with clients of mine over the years to their faces. Why? Because we're in a results-based business. This is not a feelings-based business. This is a results-based business. And if it's some shit is being produced, then we got to fire whoever's responsible for the shit. Do you agree? Okay. So everybody listen to this. Where in your life are you in charge and responsible for some shit that's being produced in your life? You got to get fired. This is it. You have to get fired and you got to be okay firing yourself. You should be happy that you got fired. On both ends, you should be happy that you got fired from a job that you're not good at. So you can stop doing things that you're terrible at and you can focus more of your resources on things you're actually good at because clearly it ain't that thing you got fired from. And number two, you should be happy now because now this thing in which you're producing shit, now you have created a space in which someone who produces something better than your shit can come in and actually do a good job because you ain't going to be the person to do a good job. Is this making sense to everybody? So when I say jobs that you are not good at or that a person is not good at, what I mean is you're not producing the desired outcome at a necessary pace. And we need both. You need the outcome and the pace. That's effectiveness and efficiency. Effectiveness is about doing the thing that needs to get done. Efficiency is about getting it done within a, a certain time frame, not just as long as it takes. No, not as long as it takes. As long as it takes means you might be dead before it's done. So as long as it takes is not acceptable over here. It's like a sports team that if your sports team loses in the first round of the playoffs every year. So if you're a basketball fan, your team makes the playoffs, but they lose in the first round every year and they're not really, they, you never really feel like they're a contender. They're not terrible, but they're not a contender at the same time. They're kind of stuck in that. In the sports world, they call that the no man's land, whether basketball, football, hockey, baseball, this keeps happening. But at the same time, everybody sees this is happening, but the team doesn't change their players. And they just keep bringing the same team back year after year, hoping that, I guess, with the unspoken hope that these players are going to be better than they were last time. and They're going to get better with time. At some point, somebody got to be honest about the situation and say, OK, we got to make some changes because if we keep bringing back the same players, we clearly can see what these players produce. We can't keep telling ourselves what's going to be different next time, even though we're going to do the exact same thing. Again, what's the definition of insanity, folks? Same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. 
You folks are the player on the sports team. This proverbial sports team that I'm talking about is you. I'm talking about you right now. So anywhere you keep running it back, where in your life you keep running it back and doing the same thing over and over again and wondering why you're getting the exact same result. Where is your team consistently failing and thus needing to bring in new players? How many of you know a man or a woman who is unattached? They're not in a relationship. And they talk to you about the fact that they're having relationship challenges. And you know the problem. And you've even told them the problem as well. You keep dating the same type of girl. You keep dating the same type of crazy ass guy. Well, no wonder you can't find the right type of relationship. Why do you keep going for these type of guys that are not right for you? Why do you keep going for these females that are not right for you? And you've told them that, but they keep doing it anyway. All right. So they keep running it back and getting the same result and expecting things to be different. At some point, you either laugh at them or you stop talking to them or you say, all right, you're just going to be who you are. And it's just what it is. All right. How many of you have known anybody who fits that description? All right. Maybe some of you are that person. I remember I was watching. By the time you all hear this basketball season is in pretty much a full swing. It was the first game of the NBA season of this year, 2023, 2024. And the Chicago Bulls. I don't know if we got any Chicagoans listening to this or Bulls fans listening to this. They lost their first game of the season. And it was reported that after the first game, first game of the season, that the Bulls players had a team meeting after the first game. This is not normal to have a team meeting the first game of the season. Anytime your team is your players are having a players only team meeting. So it's a players only meeting. Anytime your players are having a players only meeting on a sports team, that means the team's probably not doing too well. All right. Teams that have players meetings usually don't win championships just to keep you all in understanding this. So the Bulls had a players only meeting after the first game of the season, which they had lost. And the players were saying all the right things like this is unacceptable. We can't play like this. We got to be better. We will be better, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember I saw this on X slash Twitter and I commented on it when it happened. I said, well, the Chicago Bulls this season, at least as of this recording, they brought back the exact same players. Their top players on the team as of this recording today are the same players that they had last year. And last year, they were a very mediocre team. They didn't even make the playoffs. They went to an NBA now that had this thing called the play-in. So the Bulls were like the eighth or ninth or tenth seed in the Eastern Conference, and they won game in the play-in. But you got to win two games in the play-in if you're the eighth, ninth, or tenth seed to make it the actual playoffs. And they won one game, but then they lost the second game. I think they had to play the Miami Heat, and the Heat beat them. So the Heat went on to actually play in the actual playoffs, and the Bulls didn't make it. So I'm like, this team is mediocre last year because that's where they finished. And they brought back their top players are still the same guys. They brought back the exact same team and they're expecting a different result. This is the definition of insanity. And then the first game of the season, they didn't play well. And they're having a players only meeting as if these players having a meeting is going to change anything. Not really. Y'all the same guys. <laughs> you guys are the, y'all are who y'all are. Like, all of these guys have been in the league for a while. These guys are not some young 19 year olds. These guys all been in the league for several years. We're pretty clear on exactly what each of these guys can do. And these guys together are mediocre. All right, that's who they are. They're a mediocre team, but they're bringing back the exact same players. And again, this ain't about the Chicago Bulls, folks. I'm talking about you. You have some areas in your life in which you are a mediocre team, but you keep bringing back the exact same players, selling your fans on, hey, buy season tickets. It's going to be different this year. No, it ain't. <laughs> they're going to be the same mediocre group that y'all were last year. The Chicago Bulls. Unless they make a move this season, anybody listening to this, you can hold me accountable to this at the end of the year. If I'm wrong, you can call me out on it. At the end of the year, Chicago Bulls are going to be the same mediocre team they were last year. You can go look it up on the Google or wherever you look, how they were last year, and then compare that to how they end up this year. They're going to be the exact same team. Why? Because they got the same people. <laughs> Teams don't just get better randomly. 
And maybe in sports, if you got some young guys, they get older, they get more mature. But this team, the Bulls team, all of you guys are veterans. They've been in the league for many years. And at some point, I remember I was playing in Germany. This was probably about 2008, 2009. And I had this agent, this guy named Alex. And he had other Americans who were in his stable of clients. And I remember I was sitting there talking with Alex and he took me to a game to watch a team play that had a couple of his players signed to their roster. I was not on that team, but I was just watching a game with him. And he was talking about one of his players who was signed to that team game we had just watched. And at one point in the conversation, he was saying about this guy, one of his clients, he said, well, this guy at this point in his career, he just is who he is. So he's not going to get better. He's not going to get worse. We know what we're going to get out of him. We know we're not going to get. And he's got to be on the team where they need exactly what he brings. They should not sign him expecting him to do more than what he does because he is who he is. He's not a developing player. He's a veteran. He established that this is what he does. This is what he doesn't do. And this is what you're going to get. All right. And many of you need to understand where in your life do you have veteran players, metaphorically speaking, that they ain't getting any better. All right. This is what it is. And OK, this is not what you need. That player shouldn't be on the job. Attention, all health enthusiasts. Let me tell you how to stay hydrated and healthy when you drink water. Are you tired of constantly worrying about the quality of the water you consume? We all know how important it is to stay hydrated and quench our thirst with clean, refreshing water. But we're risking our health with every gulp by drinking contaminated tap water. So introducing AquaTrue, the ultimate solution to your hydration woes. Unlike ordinary water filters that leave traces of impurities behind, AquaTrue guarantees your peace of mind. With its advanced four-stage reverse osmosis technology, this revolutionary water filter is designed to remove up to 99% of harmful contaminants such as lead, chlorine, pesticides, and even pharmaceuticals. Believe that. Before you dismiss AquaTrue as too good to be true, let's address one thing. Some users have noticed that the filter replacement process can be a bit time-consuming. However, this minor inconvenience is more than outweighed by the top-notch performance and unmatched purity that AquaTrue produces. Now, why does AquaTrue stand out from the crowd? While other water filters struggle to effectively eliminate impurities, AquaTrue does it in literally seconds. I got them. I know. I have it right here in my office. Its powerful filtration system ensures that you and your loved ones can enjoy crystal clear water that not only tastes great, but also promotes optimal health. But wait, there's more. AquaTrue separates itself from the competition with its sleek and compact design. It actually looks great on your kitchen countertop. No more bulky water filter pitchers taking up precious refrigerator space. AquaTrue fits seamlessly on your countertop, providing you with an unlimited supply of pure, refreshing water literally at the touch of a button. So no more worrying about hidden contaminants that may lurk in your water because with AquaTrue, you can sip and savor each glorious glass of water knowing that your health is no longer at risk. So you stay hydrated, stay healthy, and say goodbye to those mediocre filtration systems. So health-focused individuals, don't settle for less when you can have the best. Experience the AquaTrue difference today and gift yourself the purest, cleanest water imaginable. Go to workwhenyourgame.com slash A-T, that stands for Aqua True, and get $100 off any Aqua True filter. Again, that's workwhenyourgame.com slash A-T, and get $100 off any Aqua True filter. Do not miss out on this opportunity to revolutionize your hydration game. Your body will thank you. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is why doing it on my own is a death sentence to your success. Number two, a tree is judged by its fruits. 
a tree is judged by its fruits. Now, I don't live in a house. I live in a high rise building, but I have many friends who live in houses. And down here in South Florida, a lot of people live in houses. They have uh, fruit trees in their yards and the fruits coming off their tree. One of my friends, he has, a, I believe it's a mango tree. I think because one day he brought, he gave me some mangoes. It's a mango tree he has in his yard. It has a season for mangoes and things like that. And that tree is never going to produce apples. Why? Because the mango tree. Mango trees produce mangoes or they produce nothing. Hey, what other kind of fruits grow on trees? Whatever name other fruit that grows on a tree. Those of you who know more about the fruit trees than I do. The whole point is you judge a tree by the fruits that it produces. That's it. That produces nothing more. Some people can listen to, hear, to what I said in point number one or hear what I said in point number one and decide that maybe they can just change the way that they think. And now they're going to go get serious about everything and everything's going to start working out at this exact moment. Bullshit. Now, while it is true that mindset is the number one shift that you need to make, just because you change your mindset does not automatically mean all of a sudden you're going to have a new set of skills. You can change your mindset. Changing your mindset doesn't mean you should go back and try to do the job again. Sometimes you need to change your mindset. And that means you shouldn't do the job at all. You should go from doing 100% of the job to 0% of the job. Sometimes that's what it means. So see, a change in mindset does not necessarily mean let me double back and go do it again. Not all the time. Sometimes that can be true. Sometimes it's not true. This is where nuance comes in. This is where you need insight, everybody. This is where insight comes in. Insight means you looking at a situation from a different perspective and maybe getting a different point of view than the one that you have and the one that you currently hold. And again, let's judge your tree by its fruits. Let's judge your tree by the fruits that it produces. All right. So up to this point, you produce what results? Let's look at the results you produce. Okay. Maybe some of your results are nothing. There's nothing to look at. Now you're saying you're going to change your mindset and all of a sudden you're going to start producing something. Okay. Now, again, this might sound good and make you feel good to say it, but how much time are you going to give yourself to produce results before we fire you from the job permanently and unequivocally? How much time? Now I need an answer. I need an actual answer and an actual frame of time. And it better not be some bullshit like, uh, well, I'm going to just keep working on it until it works. No, you already tried that. Uh, we already did. That ship has left the harbor. OK, now, I'm going to just keep working on it until it works. No, no. How about you fire yourself and put somebody who's just better than you on the job? Let me ask you a question. You think you're good at everything? How many things are you actually good at? I'm talking like professional level good where you could draw a professional level salary just doing that thing. How many things could you draw a professional level salary doing it every single day, 40 to 60 hours a week? If that was the only thing you were doing, could you compete professionally with other people who are doing it at that exact same amount of time and you would be competitive? You would actually be good. For most human beings, there's maybe three things at the most. For many of you, it's only two. For some people, it's only one. Nobody has 17 things on that list. Professional level skill, like right now in your life. You may go through seasons where you've had 17 different things, but not all at the same time. A tree is judged by its fruits, not its intentions. You don't judge it. The apple tree is not producing apples. You don't say, well, it wants to produce apples, so we feel good about it. No, you say, all right, this tree isn't producing any fruit. What's wrong with this apple tree? You might have to bring in a, a tree doctor or cut that one down and plant a new one, but something got to change because it ain't doing its job. A tree is not judged by its intentions, nor by its motivation or dedication or what it says it's going to do. But we judge humans by this all the time. And it's a foolish decision. How many of you ever had a human being tell you that they were motivated and they intended to do something, then they didn't do it and you let them off the hook for their lack of performance? 
all of you should be raising your hand because you do it with yourself all the time. All right. So you thought I was talking about other people. No, we're talking about you. How many times have you told yourself that you intended to do something, you were motivated to do it, you didn't do it, and then you gave yourself a pass? You gave the tree a pass, even though no fruit came off the tree. And you said, oh, well, it's okay. No fruit came off the tree. It was okay. Okay. What if your business was based on fruit coming off that tree and there was no fruit coming off the tree? What would you do now? Would it still be okay? Understand something. Your life is a business. It costs money when you were born. It's going to cost money when you die and it costs money in between. Your life is a business. If your tree is not producing fruit, something got to go. You need to look at yourself and see the fruits being produced by your tree and be honest with yourself about what your effort is actually worth. A tree that does not produce fruit becomes wood for a fire. So next time you see a tree that's not producing fruit, all right, very soon it's going to be firewood. Take a picture of that tree because it ain't going to be around for too long. It's going to become the wood in somebody's fireplace in their house very soon. Why? Because it ain't doing its job. And where are you not doing your job and you need to be chopped down and replaced? Where are you being honest with yourself about what your effort is producing, the fruits that your tree is producing? See, the point here is not to make you feel bad about yourself. And if you feel bad about yourself at this point, you're probably in the wrong place. The point here is designed for you to realize where you should be focusing your efforts versus where you should not be. Because anywhere that you are not producing fruit, regardless of your efforts, you simply need to put someone better on the job. Again, you got to be fired. Good news about today's world is that this somebody better than I'm referring to, this person is easily found. But see, putting them on a job requires you putting your ego aside and you breaking the inertia of whatever you've been doing up to this point because you didn't have a good person on the job before. So you got to break that habit and put somebody who's actually qualified on the job. And if you've been doing it all yourself and have no results, well, what does that tell us? Uh, this is not Dre's theory. Let's just look at it black and white. What it proves is that you're not qualified and you need to be fired. Again, if you had an unqualified person washing your car and the car was never clean after they got done, would you keep paying them? You had an unqualified person making your food and the food wasn't cooked all the way and it didn't taste right and it just looked terrible. Would you keep buying food from that place? Of course you would. That's a silly proposition, right? But you're doing it to yourself every day. You're producing no results. They don't look good. They don't sound good. You're not coming close, but you keep paying yourself for a job that you ain't doing. You got a no-show job. It's kind of like work any of you saw the Sopranos where the guys were, the mob guys who had these no-show jobs. They didn't really have to show up to work, but they got a paycheck because they were extorting the company. All right, that's y'all. That's you. You're extorting yourself though. See, you're not extorting another person. You're extorting yourself and you're paying yourself with your time, the most valuable resource you have. All right, so there's one thing you're extorting another person for money, like the mob guys. Another thing, you're extorting yourself for a no-show job that you ain't doing and some results that ain't being produced and some fruit that ain't coming off that tree. Everybody's starving because ain't no fruit to eat. And you are the reason why, because you're okay in this. You know those days in your life when you don't really feel like being at work, you don't really feel like doing the job that you're required to do, but you have to do it anyway? Yeah, those days. We call those days the third day. Everyone has them no matter what it is that you do. And you need to, if you're going to be a professional, have a system for getting through those days because they're going to happen. I wrote a book called The Third Day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs that systematically and strategically coaches you on how to get through those days so you can give your best effort when you least feel like it. I will give you a free copy of the book. Again, it's called The Third Day. All you have to do is cover the shipping and go to thirddaybook.com. Again, that's thirddaybook.com. Get a free copy of that book. 
how to separate yourself, the pro, from the amateurs by showing up and giving your best effort when you least feel like it. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is doing it on my own is a death sentence to success. What are your top three skills? I asked you this question a few minutes ago. What are your top three marketable skills, meaning the top three skills you can actually make money from right now? What top three skills you have made money from right now? You need to know exactly what they are because they can create the guardrails that keep you where you need to be and away from where you shouldn't be. Because what those guardrails should do is tell you you should be spending most of your resources on doing these three things and setting yourself up to do these three things. Doing things that lead to you doing these three things and less of everything else. Top three skills, not 33, three. I use myself here as an example. I am very good at building sales funnels. I know how to do it. If I'm talking to someone who needs a sales funnel, I can envision exactly what their funnel is going to look like without even opening up sales funnel software. I know exactly how to build it, exactly what to put on there, exactly what the order bump's going to be, the one-time offers, the one-click upsells, the thank you pages, the email sequences. I know exactly how to set all of it up and I can tell someone exactly what to do in doing this, or I can just get all the information I need from them and I can do it for them. I'm very good at doing it. So when I say building, I'm talking about the actual structure of the funnel, the designing of the pages, the layouts, the buttons, the colors, the fonts, the emails, all of that. I know I do all of it very well. I could, if I wanted to, hire myself out as a funnel builder and designer. I could actually just get clients just building funnels for people if I wanted to. But I don't want to. And I am not available to be hired to build anybody's sales funnel because building funnels is not one of my top three money skills. My top skills are front facing abilities. Building funnels are back end ability, meaning I could be doing it and nobody would ever know who I was, but I could make a lot of money just building funnels and selling my ability to do it. But it's backside work. It's behind the scenes work. My top skills are front facing abilities on the scene work, such as speaking to an audience like I'm doing right now, speaking to people one on one, such as coaching or a sales conversation or writing. Those are the three things I should be spending most of my resources on. Those are my top three abilities. Despite my ability to design and build sales funnels, I will hire people to build funnels for me. I'm not building any more sales funnels. So I might throw together a page real quick. But as far as an entire funnel, I'm hiring people to build funnels for me from here on out. I don't want to build any more funnels. Simply because it's too time consuming for me. It becomes tedious as you build and build and build that stuff. And again, I should be on the front side, not the back side. There are people out there who need to be doing back end behind the scenes work. They can be the people who are the support staff for me so I can do the front end, front of the scenes work. There was an old saying that I heard Dan Kennedy say this about Frank Sinatra. The Frank Sinatra would say, you say, talk about himself in the third person. He would say, Frank Sinatra does not move pianos. And the whole point was, everyone knows who Frank Sinatra was, right? He was a very famous singer. And the whole point was, even though pianos needed to be moved and chairs needed to be arranged and stage setups needed to be set anytime he was going to perform, Frank's mantra was, I don't do that stuff. That's not my job. My job is to go out there and sing and be the star. I'm going to get a whole bunch of other people around me. Your job is to set everything up so I can do what I need to do. Y'all are to help for me to do my thing. So you need to know where you belong. And stop putting your time into doing it all yourself in areas in which you shouldn't be doing anything, period, let alone doing it all yourself. And again, these can be areas in which you're actually good. I told you I'm good at building sales funnels. I'm not average. I'm not okay. I'm actually good at it. All right, go to the thirddaybook.com. Go to mirrormotivation.com. Go to overseasbasketballblueprint.com. I built all of those funnels. I know exactly what I'm doing. I can make it look good. 
but I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to do any more building of sales funnels because I'm better at doing other things and I get more leverage out of doing other things than I get out of building a sales funnel. So because of this, I got to make value judgments about where I put my time and energy and my time and energy are limited resources. So I can't do everything, despite the fact that I if I needed to, I could develop the ability to do everything. Actually, I do already have the ability to do everything. There's been times in my business where I was doing literally everything that was happening. I was doing it. But I won't do it anymore. I know how to manage a CRM really well. Very good at managing a CRM. I could teach someone how to manage a CRM. You could send your assistant to me and I will train your assistant on how to manage a CRM the right way for you. But I don't want to touch the CRM anymore. I want my assistant to manage the CRM. Just tell me what I need to know. Make sure you keep everything organized. I'll spot check it every now and then to make sure you're doing your job. But I ain't managing no CRM. I won't do that. Managing a CRM is back-end work. I'm not a back-end person. I'm a front-end person. Front end meaning I want to be in front of the people who I'm dealing with. I want to be out front so where people can hear me and they can see me. Again, writing, speaking to an individual, speaking to a group. Those are the things I should be doing. You got to know what you should be doing. And everything that doesn't fit one of those three things, you're fired. That's it. You are fired. And understand something. Some of you may say, well, Dre, if I was to fire myself from doing this job, I don't have the resources or the people, or the help, or the knowledge to replace myself with someone else. So now what am I supposed to do? Let me tell you what you're supposed to do. First of all, you're still fired. And secondly, the follow-up here, the answer to your question is that until you make the commitment to do something different, and you have the courage that you're going to follow through on it, the ability to do it and the resources with which you will do it will never show up. Repeat. Until you make the commitment to do something, and decide that you will have the courage to follow through on it, even when you don't know how you're going to do it. Until you do that commitment and have the courage, the resources and the how to for how to actually get it done will never make themselves available to you. This is another reason why people don't change and don't make advances in life. The reason you don't make an advance is not because you don't have information. I won't hear anybody say that shit again. Nobody is lacking information these days. Nobody. What people are lacking is a strong enough commitment, a strong enough reason to commit, and requisite courage to follow through on that commitment. That's what people lack. Reason to commit, a strong commitment, a reason to commit, and the requisite courage to follow through on a commitment. That's what you don't have. Not a lack of information. Let's recap today's class, which is why doing it on my own is a death sentence to your success, if it's not dead already. Number one, self-accountability is the key to looking at these things objectively. Are you willing to hold yourself accountable to your own bullshit? That's the plain question right there. Number two, a tree is judged by its fruits and nothing more. All right, we judge a tree by what it's producing. If the tree is not producing, we chop the tree down. If the human's not producing, we fire them. That's it. If you have somebody working on your staff who wasn't doing their job and not delivering, you wouldn't keep paying them, would you? Okay, you're that person. All right, so why are you still working? Number three, what are your top three skills? You need to know exactly what they are because when you do know what they are, that allows you to focus more on doing more of them, which usually produces a higher return on investment and you can fire yourself from everything else which you are not good at, or at least you're not as good as those other three things. You should focus on your main skills because they produce the highest return on investment. Then you can use that return on investment and hire out for everything and everyone else that needs to be done, everything else that needs to be done, even if you're good at it. There's some things you're good at, but there are other things you're great at. You should be focused on the things you're great at. I'm talking about the things that you could go and compete in the professional world doing those things. And not competing against amateurs, but competing against other professionals and hold your own. Those are the things you should be doing most of the time. Even if, this is the key, 
even if right now you don't know exactly how to set yourself up for that. You may say, well, public speaking is my thing, Dre, but I'm not really making any money right now in public speaking. Here's what you got to do. You got to commit to finding a way to get into making money from public speaking and focusing on public speaking. You got to commit that that's what you're going to focus on. You got to have a strong enough reason to hold yourself to that commitment. Then you got to have the courage to follow through. And see, this is the thing that people lack. Notice how you say anything in there about information or about reading a book or taking a course. Is you need these three things. Commitment, reason, courage. Now, coaching can help you with this and it can hold you accountable to it and it can remind you of it when you start to slip up. And there's another thing that causes people to do things on their own and fail because they keep trying to refer back to the problem is a person in the mirror ain't qualified to help you. That's the reason why you're not getting the outcomes that you want. All that said, folks, text me. See, in my text community, my number is 305-384-6894. Send that text out every single day. Monday motivation every Monday as well. Work on your game university. All right, people who want to get into that top 2% of performers, now working with someone like myself, again, we work in personal, professional. Our training and coaching is bespoke. It's based on who you are, where you're at, what your needs are. That's what we do here in the university. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com, schedule a call with us. We'll take it from there. Work on your game. Dre all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me 305-384-6894. People often ask me, Dre, is there any way that I could work with you directly? Is there any way that I could talk to you on a regular basis? Just ask you questions, share with you what I'm doing and just get your feedback and your insight on where I'm going personally and professionally. The answer is yes. And the further answer is there's only one place to do that. That is work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. All you have to do to get involved in the university is go to work on your game university.com. There you'll see all your options, whether you want to schedule a call with us, join one of our group programs, and we go from there. I'll see you inside. Again, that's work on your game university.com. If you're a long time listener, you might know that I've been drinking AG1 since early 2023. Best thing about my introduction to AG1 was that I was able to eliminate all these extra supplements and pills that I was taking every single day because AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. AG1 since 2010 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Not only did I replace all those extra multivitamins and pills with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes a bunch of other good things that you need. All you have to do is read the label. It's right there on their website, which I'll give you in a second. That includes everything you need and more every single day. And since AG1 is a supplement that I trust to provide the support that my body needs daily, and that's why I've been a partner for so long, if you want to take ownership of your health, understand it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and thank yourself later.